Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. As an old labor union guy and a writer who once covered the labor beat for the Toledo Blade, I look at Labor Day a little differently than most people. For millions of us, the Labor Day weekend is not observed with its original intent in mind, which was to honor blue-collar America and the value of a hard day's work. Instead, it is simply an excuse to party hardy one last time before summer ends. Of course, we have to exclude this year from our overgeneralization because of the pandemic. Oh, there was still plenty of partying this weekend, but it came with great risk to public health. We will probably see the damage when the virus rates spike in a couple weeks. As for me, I'm not opposed to a burger and a beer in the backyard, but I also take time every Labor Day to acknowledge why it was created. We still have labor unions, and they still negotiate contracts with employers. But labor management relations look far different today from what our grandparents and great-grandparents experienced in the early days of the labor movement. In the 1930s and 1940s, few companies wanted anything to do with unions or union organizers. Working conditions in many factories were often unbearable and even inhumane, not for the executives in the corporate offices, but for the men and women sweating on the production line. Frequently, union efforts to organize the workers led to violent confrontations in many industrialized cities. Occasionally, people died, including right here in Toledo. In the decades that followed, tensions between labor and management seemed to be a standard practice. The danger of a strike always loomed whenever a contract was about to expire. I recall when I was covering labor for the Blade that I wrote a weekly column on the subject and almost every week I needed to post an update on what new strikes had begun and which had been settled. Keep in mind that Toledo, then as now, had become heavily unionized. The United Auto Workers, the Teamsters, the Building Trades, the AFL-CIO. So somebody's contract was always coming up for negotiations and renewal. The process was predictable. The union would ask for the moon. The company would offer almost nothing. Ultimately, they would settle somewhere in between, sometimes after a lengthy and bitter work stoppage. Over time, that contentious relationship began to change. Labor and management began to look for ways to cooperate and collaborate. Strikes became rarer. Today, in fact, it seems we seldom hear of one. Part of that is economic reality. Part is recognition that both sides have a common goal to see the company and its workers prosper. The names of several Toledo labor leaders from the 60s and 70s are likely unknown to younger union members today, but I remember them well. Chuck Ballard, Harry Morrell, Walter Murphy, Larry Steinberg, Dale Stormer, and Baltimore Velasquez, who more than once risked his own safety to organize farm workers in Northwest Ohio fields. It's a different world in 2020, and not just because of the pandemic. It's a shame so few of us will pause and reflect. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 544 p.m or hear past episodes at wgte.org slash life.